sports. Yeah. Welcome back to sports. Mm-hmm. Well, there's been sports going on, Jay, uh, since our famous, you know, exit from yeah. football season. Yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't chatted with the listener, or really rather talked to the listener since uh, our Super Bowl recap. So we're uh, we're, we're diving listener. back in. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. What's, what's what's new with you? What have you did you did you do March Madness? Did you follow any of that? You know, I did, and I picked Gonzaga, but I ended up uh, mm. picking Baylor in all of them. But I, I think I won my tournaments all of, like, $0. So, Ooh, wow. Did not pick the perfect bracket for Warren yep. Buffet yeah. to give me, a, you know, the billion dollars. <laughs> I hate that thing so much. Like, yeah. every, every March, like, two hours into the tournament, they're like, 40,000 brackets were, are only left. Like, it's like, yeah, of course. No one's gonna pick like all the permutations exactly right. Like, I guess somebody picked Oral Roberts. Is that a dentist? <laughs> Oral D. Is a oh, I got it. Yeah, I didn't really even know. I guess March Madness, man. I, that was like the first shoe to drop last year, where we were like, "Uh oh, this pandemic might no. be a thing." Like, they can't. They can't. Oh, yeah, was I guess. It was because they they canceled March Madness, and we were like, "Oh man, if they're canceling sports, like this is a thing." So for me, it wasn't March Madness. Unfortunately, it was actually the Players Championship. But I get it. I get it. You were you weren't watching that. For me, it was they had actually finished the first round of the Players oh. Championship on Thursday. Mm. Thursday Thursday night. Yeah, leave was the Rudy Gobert game. Oh, Gobert game. Oh yeah, when he touched and then all Friday, the microphones. They, yeah, and then Friday <laughs> they canceled. That was bad. In hindsight, he might not have wanted to do that. No, that was a bad move. Um, I know the listener is sometimes my wife, and she doesn't know what this is all about. Basically, there was a basketball player who thought COVID French, was a hoax. Of course. Sure, that doesn't have anything to do with it. There's lovely French people that take COVID seriously, but. He, he did like a press conference and was like all flippant about COVID and then ended by touching all of the reporters phones and microphones. And then the next day was positive for COVID. Not a yeah, good he look. Was, he was very cavalier about it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like as if he played in Cleveland. Um, oh, Utah. Yeah. Anyways. You've been to Utah. What, uh, what, what's been going on in your world since uh, the Super Bowl? Well, Billy didn't like to, you know, reveal what state I live in, but let's just say there was a, a winter storm that came through this state Oh, since the Super Bowl. I was displaced from my place of habitat. And then, so you've been in Cancun the whole time? <clears throat> uh, Latvia, actually. <laughs> Latvia. Got it. <laughs> Back in Latvia with Baru, mm. gambling on sports. Okay, sports. So you this this storm displaced you. Yes. So I'm in Latvia, living with a coworker. Uh, no, and, so hold uh, on. Let's 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 roll it back real quick. So there was probably a lot of snow. How did that impact your dwelling place? Well, it froze the pipes. Okay. Because in Texas, we would rather not pay for insulation <laughs> of the pipes. In we where? also would not like to pay for 
snow plows, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or just general, you know. Well, most of the time you we, don't need them in the state that you can't say that you just said two seconds ago. And if you don't know that this state actually wants to be able to still be its own country, thereby uh-huh. the power sources are not interlinked with yeah. other states that would provide sufficient power in cases like these. So, so the I pipes mean, as of now, your, if, so the if, pipes in your multi-dwelling building burst, flooding, and then it just ruined all the the homes, all the apartments. Mm, I mean, just mine. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Some of them. Some so, of them. so what did you do? So, like, you just got out of there. What happened? They said you. They said we're not kicking you out, but you need to leave. Do you still have and to pay rent? We're not gonna kick you. We're not gonna help you out in any way. But we're not kicking you out. It's but not a kick out. They're not making you pay rent. No, they make. Well, they tried. They <laughs> so they tried to. They tried to pay me pay, pay a prorated rent in March, <laughs> and I knew they were going to try to do that. <laughs> and I was ready. I was ready. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a squatter. Like I'm not going to leave, even though they want me to leave. Yeah. Uh, until they agree to not make me pay prorated rent because my apartment is. A war zone, right? Yeah. There's dehumidifiers, all this stuff. Okay. And they're like, well, you know, when you close out, you'll have to pay prorated March. I'm like, I didn't. Need, I was living in hotels. Yeah. Throughout March. So, so where are we now? We're in Latvia. Okay. At a coworker's. You know, it kind of looks like a hunting cabin. So, coworker but... just said, "Hey, come live with me." For free. Uh, with for, an asterisk. Uh, it feels like there might be some type of favors involved in this arrangement. <laughs> there is. It's called, he likes drinking Miller Lite. He doesn't drink any other alcohol but Miller Lite. This gentleman suitor of yours? I offer to pay okay. him some units okay. from our, gambl- our gambling winnings yeah. with the Bucks. Yep. And said, no, nah, just buy me a Miller Lite case every week. How many beers so, are in a case for the listener? There's 24. So for 24 cheap beers, you get to live rent-free? Factually correct. Okay. Um, but it just said, buy me some Miller Lite, not a case. So I bought them 12. I learned the hard way. Uh-oh. I bought them 12. Not sufficient? So, yeah, he's, he's, he, you know, he's an older fella. He's a little groggy. He's a little curmudgeon, I would say. Okay. So... I end up uh, buying him the 12, and the next morning, I really, I get it from him. What in the world? You know, he's very passive-aggressive. It's just, do you know that when you buy me 12, it forces me to go out and drive and get another 12-pack? Because apparently he's, he's a big guy. He doesn't get the buzz, sufficient buzz that he wants from 12. Wow, that's a tremendous... He's 24. I... So I was kind of a smartass. I said, there's sober kids in Somalia, though, you know? Mm. But... <laughs> there's also probably apps that'll deliver alcohol, right? Factually correct. There's also the thing of, if you see a 12-pack in your refrigerator, and you know for a fact that's not enough, and you risk getting a DUI if you drink the 12 and have to go back to get more... 
Wowza. You could just go and get the 12 pack before you start down in these. I don't think I could consume 12 beers in an evening. No, it's not. Like, I think I've probably done it once in my lifetime, but it's not pleasant the next day. I just can't imagine, like, I would just spend the whole night, like, in the restroom. <laughs> Come on, light beer. It's not that bad. It's the same volume, though. That's too much. <laughs> that is too much beer for me. Too much mm-hmm. beer for me. So things have been good. Uh, and now sports are getting back on. So uh, things are looking up for you, huh? Yeah, we have a tradition unlike any other. Ooh, what's that? Um, this week. Okay. Um, have you heard? Have what? you heard? No. What is it? Well, we've got a. I do. We've know. got a beautiful golf tournament. Okay. Right up the road from you. Yep. It's called the Masters. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, we. The can. Masters. Yeah, for the green jacket, huh? For all the marbles and the green jackets and the two point. One million dollar top prize. Wow, that's a lot of units. I could buy you. That could that could uh, cover a lot of bets in. Who? Uh, in this place, so you're not as familiar with with what we've got for for betting wise for the Masters. All, cron- all contraire, my friend. I uh, oh, in the thirty minutes since you pitched the idea of this podcast, I went to the Googles. And I did three seconds of research, so I know some things. Okay, you know who the favorite is. Uh, yep. Well, before we get to bets, okay, I'm gonna just run through the quick storyline. All right, let's do it. That. Yeah, let's give us an overview. Okay, because the storylines, of course, we've got um, we got Dustin. I'll start with the least interesting. Dustin trying to defend a championship that he won in November. Now, the courses, I don't know if you heard, but the, the tournament was moved last year in November. The conditions were extremely wet, mm. soggy. They were soft. That's And so you saw a lot of guys. This is why you saw Bernard Longer. Yeah. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's 64 years old. He's an old fellow. He, he beat Bryson DeChambeau head-to-head. Holy cow. Because of the conditions of the course. Mm, so the so, ball was just sticking. Little, it wasn't rolling like it normally does. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Just you got plop, you got darts. these huge you got these huge ball marks that you would never see at Augusta. Never. Usually the ball bounces high yep. off the green. Yeah. So we had that. We got Dustin trying to defend. It'll be interesting to see if he's, you know, game to handle the fast racetrack conditions. Mm. Dustin's the favorite. Will the azaleas be in bloom? They will. Nice. The Masters look looks like the great old... on high def TV, man. Oh man, it's just a great. There's just nothing. It's just a great thing to like have in the background for four days. One of us might be going to it next year. Ooh, just saying. Well, I always enter the lottery, and every year get the rejection notice. Oh yeah, that's brutal, man. That's just okay. You the yeah, they're saying notice. we don't like your kind around here. That's all right. Um. Well, so other story. I just got lines. a couple more. Okay. Yeah. So we've got Speed. I don't know if you heard Gordon Speed. Jordan, I've heard of He's him. He's making. Mm-hmm, he is making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback, but it's a comeback. Okay. He had, he, he was, went through a drought there after he was like one of the more dominant golfers around. He had a bit of a dry spell there for a couple years, huh? He was the next thing. He didn't win a tournament until last week at the Texas Valero Open. Which in San you and I, have, I don't know. you and I have been to that 
Our buddy, our buddy Morgan was on crutches the whole time. I recall this. Yeah. Do you know it's actually not at the same venue, but oh. nonetheless, we went to that tournament. Yep. And he won it last week, the week before the Masters. And do you know that it was four years since his last tournament win? Wowza. And so the big thing is, is Spieth back? Everybody's rooting for him. He's the most popular player on tour. Mm -hmm. And so we're all rooting for him to get back in the major hunt and sort of recapture that old glory. He's fun. It's, Uh, It's more exciting when the big names are at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, he's actually the, I believe, the third or fourth favorite. Yeah, I uh, think you're right. Win. Yep. So, yep. That is, that'll be interesting as well. Um, and then we just have all the, I mean, really everything else is, is more gambling related. Okay. DeChambeau. DeChambeau is Bryson, the, he the wears, last one. He wears the funny hats. He wears the hat that you wore in Vegas. No, that wasn't a, not a fedora, but he wears the newsboy hat. Yeah, yeah. He's a big newsie. He's the guy that wins all the long drive competitions. He is. He's the top driver in distance on tour. Now, he's the one that, that beefs up with the protein shakes. He beefed up over a year. Okay. He, uh, you know, he hits weird um, irons. They're all the same length. Oh, weird. He's kind of a nerd, nerd of the game. But he's a little bit of a storyline because he was kind of overdoing it with the protein and the beefing up. Got, Last got down, the... and he complained complained of dizziness. Oh my! The the fast track of the Masters should play to his advantage, mm. and his length will really play to his advantage because all the par fives for him are reachable. Ooh, There's four of them, so it's like an automated four under. And if he can get an eagle, that's even more the better. Yeah. So he's he's interesting to watch, and uh, Brooks is back after a layoff uh, this year, so. That'll be fun, too. Rory McIlroy needs the Masters win. I'm doing speed round uh, to complete the... Okay, so this is um, the one major Rory has yet to win. Factually correct. Okay. But he's not in form. Okay. And we don't expect him to win, which means go bet all of your money on Rory. So he'll come out of nowhere to win. Okay. But that's about it for major storylines uh, because everything else is just gambling related. So what do you think about that? Man, I think those are, uh, those are great storylines. I, in, in doing my research, I reached out to my brother who like, lives golf. It's his job. That's all he ever thinks about. And uh, he sent me his picks. So they're going to be my picks going into the weekend. So... Oh, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. So I've got like his safe picks and then like uh, like three safe picks that he likes, you know, to, to compete and then two sleepers. A little longer mm. shots if you're interested in dabbling in, in some of the, the more fun odds. Oh, that is really fun. That is really fun. Uh, so without further ado, should we get into our betting picks? Yes. Where would you like? Would you like me to start? Yeah, you start. Okay, I'll give – what would you like me to start with? Would you like me to start with the long shots, the middle shots, or the favorites that I like? Let's start – let's just get the favorites out of the way. Okay. Tiger now, Woods. Wow. Sad. It's very sad. No, he won it a few years ago. He's on a comeback. 2019. He is – you know, he might show up in, like, crutches or something like oh, Morgan. Oh, no. Uh, 
<laughs> I kid, I know about his car accident. He's in Florida. That's too bad, man. He's in Florida with you. Yeah. Right down the road. He's got to follow the speed limit, man. All right. <laughs> so your favorites. Let's have them. All right. Well, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I think that the winner will come from this group. Ooh. You have the speeds. You have speed. You have Bryson. You have JT. You have Dustin Johnson. Yep. Um, and you have Patrick Cantlay, Patrick Reed. Um, so I really think it's going to be amongst that group. So I'm looking. So you don't like John I, Rom? John Rom is up there in odds. Oh, excuse me, John John Rom, John Rom. I like John Rom. Okay. Um, Rom 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 will be interesting because he might actually have a baby. Oh, that's another storyline. Uh, his wife might go into labor during the Masters, in which he has said he would um, he would withdraw from the Masters. Ooh, if that you know the TV producers are going to try to make that happen. <laughs> try to instill. Yeah, the show writers. The, the show writers are definitely going to try to make some drama out of that. Hmm. So anyway, we have. You know, as 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 I look down the list, it'd be fun if Jordan wins. It'd be fun if Bryson could win, but it's DJ for me. So if I got to pick a favorite. Would you rather bet one of those three to win or take the field? I don't know what the odds are. Wow! But if that were a bet, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I would, if I could get plus money, I think I would take those three. Really. JT Speed, uh, like if we can add four, JT Speed, DeChambeau, and uh, and DJ. Okay. If I got plus money versus the field, I think I would take that bet. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. How about that? Pretty fascinating. Give me the, so. Give me the field. Mm, yeah, it's close, but DJ, he's he's five months removed from winning this whole thing. Oh my goodness. And it just seems like people kind of forgot about him. He's taken a lot of tournaments off. Okay. And he didn't play well in Austin, Texas, wherever that is, uh, at the WGC match play. Yep. But he's not a match play player. He's a stroke. He's a four-round stroke player. Got it. So if you have to pick one of these four, who do you go with? That's what I was saying, DJ. DJ. DJ's your pick? Yeah, even though it's not as fun because he's obviously the shortest dodge. Okay. All right, so now let's go to your middle picks. What do you like there? Mm. So here's where oh, you've fun got... fact. Um, my brother likes um, JT as the really solid pick. Yeah, I mean, he's coming off the Players' Championship win. Yep. So um, it's not sexy. But he also has two JT's, Justin Thomas, like they're two first names. That's not great for TV, right? Like much more exciting no. going with the guy whose wife's about to have a baby. Yeah. Right? Like he sinks the he or walks up Bryson. he walks up eighteen, he taps it in, and then just like runs to the car to take him to the hospital. That's what TV wants to happen. Yes. All right. Middle 100%. middle picks. All right, so uh, 
Mr. Kalamurakawa at 29 to 1 is very interesting. Ooh, that because... was on Taylor's list, was Morikawa. Well, you know, he's he's coming off last year. He wins the PGA. Okay. He wins. He won a very difficult tournament at Bay Hill uh, at Arnie's. No, not Arnie's place. Um, Bay Hill was the, uh, I forgot, but it was a very difficult course. So he's very much a grinder. Um, the Masters is a second shot course. And uh, Mr. Morikawa leads the world in iron play. Yeah, my, my so, brother talks big about like his iron play. He's, he's a big fan of Morikawa. I mean, he is throwing darts with those irons. So mm. really fun stuff. Um, and he's got I 29. Not, I see 29 to 1 odds on him. That's fun. That's pretty. That's, that's pretty, fun. That's a little high for me. Like, it's just like, I think he should be lower. Mm. But um, Cameron Smith is the guy I'm looking at. He's, uh, he's a guy that tied for second last year. Uh, not the longest guy, but he's very good with his iron play, just like Morikawa. An extremely good putter. He just had a bad little Sunday, but he was right there with DJ last year. Do you want to know a fun fact and... about Cameron Smith that my brother shared with me? He is the first player to ever have four rounds in the 60s at the Masters and not win. That is a factually correct uh, statement. I mean, if you if any of, if any of these guys say they're going to go shoot four rounds in the 60s, they will take that every day. And you would bet them to win. That's pretty surprising. Thirty-five to one, Cam Smith is. Wow. I'll give you one more that I really like. Okay. Well, I get two more. Uh, one's kind of in the middle between a long, longer shot. Uh, two are actually. So it just seems like Adam Scott. Nobody talks about him, but he's right there on the leaderboard. Does he still use that. If long, you want to look at value? He still use that long putter. He does. He just doesn't anchor it into his body. Oh, good, because that's illegal. We've seen how the older guys that have knowledge yep. of the course yep. can use that to their advantage sure when a advantage. Sure can. So, just throwing that number out there, it's not like he's ancient. He still strikes the ball. He still strikes it way down mm. the uh, fairway. So, anyway... Um, and in the other one that I had is Mr. Matthew Fitzpatrick, who has quietly been competing in, in the top five. Well, that's good because golf on... is a quiet sport. So quietly, he's sixty to one, Whew. and he's another guy. He's he reminds me of Cameron Smith. They kind of look okay. alike, and they're both foreign, and they pretty much have the same game. They're not the longest guys, but they are long. Mm. And they are like great iron players. Okay. Put the lights great. out. Can get very. You got to putt well to win at Augusta. I mean, you really do. Yep. So, uh, lastly, I would say I'll do the long shot. Okay. If you just want to take a flyer okay. and hope your guy quietly another quiet. <laughs> That's good, Dylan. For te- you don't want to make too much noise on a golf course. You'll get in trouble. Uh, Mr. Uh, um, I'm trying to find his odds, but, uh, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. This is just great podcasting. Mm. 
Uh, Dylan Fratelli. Dylan Fratelli. He sounds like a bully from an eighties movie. Dylan Fratelli. Or he was in the Goonies, right? He was part of the Fratellis and the Goonies. Do you know what country he uh, he reigns? Oregon. (laughs) The country. Oregon, the country. Yes. Yes. He's a South African. He's a South African. He actually wears rec specs to. He wears rec specs to play golf. Oh, I can get behind that. You gotta oh, love man. you gotta love that, right? I mean I don't understand the logic, but let's get weird, man. Let's just get yep. weird. Uh played really well at the WGC match okay. play. And he was top I believe he was seventh at the Masters. Oh last boy. December. Oh boy. So he's got the kind of the yips okay. out of his system from his first Masters okay. and he's ready to He's ready to do it. Yep. Throw a couple bucks. Throw a couple units. Okay. Why not? Um, and then the other guy I like is this Rob McIntyre. Do you know what country he? Rob McIntyre. Um, sounds Italian. <laughs> it Fratelli does, doesn't it? McIntyre. M A C I N T Y R E. It's from Scotland. Oh, yep, that makes sense. So he's another guy that he played really well recently at the WGC okay. uh, in Austin, Texas. Yep. And the guy is a absolute bomber. Mm. Young guy. He's though. in the, if you're talking he's in about the Air who, Force. Oh. <laughs> so Robert McIntyre, Dylan Fratelli, two names I, I kind of like. McIntyre is just like he's got this quiet uh, – game that he's ready to like again through, i like that really you like these quiet golfers <laughs> quietly mm. well they wouldn't be sleepers no. if it wasn't quiet that's Jerry. true that's true so those are your those are your sleepers so, those are my two sleepers there's really nothing else i have interesting that's like oh that guy has a chance well no i have one sleeper that's not really mine it's my brother's but i'm going to co-opt it and i just learned of okay. his name tonight and it's Corey Connors. What do you What do you know about this guy? Okay. All I know is my uh, my, okay. my brother He's... said that uh, Morikawa and Corey Connors are sleeper picks. Uh, Morikawa. I feel like I he's know, well known, a sleeper. but who's this Corey Connors guy? Corey Connors, he's Canadian. Okay, uh, he has won on tour um, this yep. year. He won on tour last That's year. That's good. Uh, he smacks the heck out oh of the my. ball, which is, of course is good yep. at, uh, you really can't get in too much trouble off the tee at Augusta, okay. believe okay. it or not. And so you can, you can strike the ball really long and really far Great. and not worry about it. And Connors is, you know, in the top percentile of long drivers. So, okay. So yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so that's that. Is there anything else we need to? Robert McIntyre, one twenty-five to one. Dylan Fratelli, one twenty-five. What's to uh? What's saying. Canadian Corey Connors? Triple C. Corey Connors is of Canada. 80, 80 okay. to one. Who's Fred Couples, seven hundred and fifty-one, and poor Ian Wisdom is four thousand to one. Oh boy! <laughs> if you want to really. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, there we have it. Well, 
Do we want to transition to a little NFL ahead of the draft? Oh, I had a couple of head-to-head matchups. Oh, I'm yeah, let's do that. Around. I didn't know that. Let's have it. Okay. Uh, I lost my place here in my, my apps. Oh, this is good podcasting. I'll just riveting. I'll fill the silence while okay. you uh, flip through your app screen. This is riveting okay. content. I like, and we're back. Okay, I like Mr. Jordan Spieth over Bryson DeChambeau plus 110 at plus money. Okay. Spieth is well informed, and I like that he's gone to a lower um, a lower tee in the ball up lower. It's helped with his accuracy, which was the big thing bugging him. So that's a quick one. Uh, Dustin Johnson versus Justin Thomas is not that fun, but I'd like Dustin Johnson at minus 105. Okay. Um, but you might as well just pick Dustin to win because those guys are going to be on the top page of the leaderboard. Mm. So, uh, and then take anybody versus Roy McElroy, even at, you know, minus 150. I like Sandy that. Lyle. <laughs> well, maybe not Sandy. What about uh, Ola Fabel? Jose Maria Ola Sabo? Yeah. Uh, I can't What if we rewind it a couple years and go Rory versus Bubba? I don't think you can customize who you mm, want to match up. Play, that's fair. Kind of who they Got are. it. But you know things about the NFL draft that I don't. Yeah. Should we talk about the draft a little bit? Will the Bears have a pick? Well, we don't want to just. We don't want to go right there. I think the the big storyline of the draft is all these good. It's supposed to be an epical quarterback draft. We have Trevor. So it sounds, so I've been listening to a lot of pods and they're just saying like your boy, Trevor Clemson, Jesus football. God himself is really one of the best quarterback prospects almost of all time. Like definitely top three, whether it's Trevor, Andrew Luck, John Elway is kind of the, the grades that people are giving him. So Peyton, um, I don't think Peyton. Remember, there was debate between him and Ryan Leaf even back Oof. in the day. So, okay. like what, okay. the scouts, like they're kind of like surefire, like no knocks were John Elway and Andrew Luck, both who had solid NFL careers. Um, they did. Yeah, they're putting Trevor Lawrence kind of in that category. So he's going to be the surefire number one. But then, yes. it sounds like. Uh, the next the, there's Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, Justin Fields, Lance, uh, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones are all could potential be Two like first top names. tens. Yeah, I know. But uh, man, do you remember there was a podcast we did like middle of the NFL season when the Bears were in the middle of their skid? I was like, ooh, they might just be bad enough. I think they might be able to uh, get this kid from BYU, Zach Wilson. Oh, that was fun for like a week thinking about. Zach Wilson just the scouting. The scouting report was out on the Bears. Man, they knew that we knew that they needed a quarterback then, but uh, sadly, I don't think so. I think it's going to go Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson are going to be number one, number two off the board, and then uh, mm-hmm. the Niners traded Nine. up a whole bunch of stuff to get to number three, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of scuttlebutt that they did so to take Mac Jones. So I talked to a 49ers insider today. Okay. Not kidding. Okay. 
Is that all smoke? Because that's what everybody's he, saying. He, he thinks that he has a friend that knows somebody in the 49ers front office and it's made his way to him. Allegedly. So, he thinks that he knows the pick and he he scoffed at Mac Jones. Ooh. Just saying. Ooh, it could be a little smoke He screen. was... Uh, when I mentioned Justin Fields, he was silent. So I think that's the but I maybe. think that's the move, right? Because I think that traditionally, like looking at like projecting this class out, it had always been kind of Lawrence one A and uh, Fields one B. Then Zach Wilson had a huge mm-hmm. year this last year, um, and Mac Jones, Monster. you know, all throughout the the majority of the off season had, had kind of been projected to like maybe go in round one. Um, but he's his draft stock is kind of rocketed. I mean, I, I've seen him mock to the Bears. Um, but yeah, I think if I'm the Niners, man, I don't, I don't trade up all that draft capital with the way the NFL's played today. You just don't want a guy that's not that athletic, right? Like, I think Mac Jones limits you in ways that like a Justin Fields doesn't. So you don't think Mac Jones? The comparisons I heard with him is he's, you know, a little bit Joe Burrow esque. Yeah, I don't think he Without moves as well. A little bit of mobility. People said like he does. No, I don't think he so. Does they, either. I've heard him more comp to like a Kirk Cousins type of quarterback. Which I mean, I don't think you trade up Ooh. all that to get into the round three with. But if you'll remember, Kyle Shanahan was the coordinator with the Redskins back when they drafted RG three and Kirk Cousins, and Shanahan was a much bigger fan of the Cousins quarterback than RG three, and he just likes like that fast decision process, you know know where the ball's going and get it out, which is what I hear Mac Jones does. So, I mean, I can see a case where if, if that's the guy Shanahan thinks can run his offense, that's where he'd go with. But yeah, I think it's, it's fields. I think it's fields too, from all the reports I'm hearing. I don't know, maybe Trey Lamp wild card, but they're definitely not trading up to three. To not take a no, they're that definitely taking a quarterback. It's just which one of the which one of the five are they going with? You you assume that it sounds everything sounds like uh, it's going to be Lawrence and Wilson one and two, three. It's it's I I would bet Fields, but you never know. So then it comes down to the Falcons at four, who Matt Ryan is thirty six. You know, they've had ups and downs. Do they uh-huh. think they can string together something here? Do they want to draft a playmaker on and make their offense just ridiculous here? Or do they want to invest in the future? Ooh, I think they probably take quarterback. You think they take quarterback? So I've heard probably like a Lance. They could go with Lance. They could, or do they look to maybe they could trade out of this? Or do you just grab like a Kyle, Kyle Pitts? And look, they run like Kyle Pitts with Julio and uh, Calvin Ridley. Like, that's nasty, man. I think so, but don't they need more than, like, receiving options? So their defense (laughs) is really bad, but they could just say, we're going to go full Colts, like Peyton Manning Colts back in the day, and we're going to score 40 points a game, and that's going to be good. Ooh, okay. So I don't know. I think that could be fun. Um, but yeah, I could see the Falcons going a number of ways. I think that's really where the draft starts. Cause you know, quarterbacks for sure 
are going to go one, two, three. Then you got the Bengals sitting there at five. The big debate for them, it sounds like, do they go with Penny Sewell, who's this uh, offensive tackle, who's a, one of the better uh, college, graded college pl- uh, tackles in a long time. From the country from of the Oregon. From the country of Oregon. Or do they go with Jamar Chase and bring uh, Joe Burrow's buddy back? Pair him with T. Higgins? Yeah. Ooh. My goodness. I don't know. I think it's probably Sewell. They had some some issues, didn't they, with uh, with the offensive line? They sure did. So I think it gets interesting from there. And then, I mean, we don't have to – we don't want to do like a full-up mock, but I think it'll be really interesting, no. right? So then the Bengals – so it'll be interesting, these four, five, and six picks. Like, to, that's really what's going to show, like, how the draft is going to shake out, whether or not someone – you know, what order they take, like, it sounds like Sewell, Pitts, Chase – um, I think Devonta Smith, the Heisman wide receiver, is going to be interesting to see. He could slide. What are you, What are your thoughts on Devonta Smith? Because everyone's saying he's really good, but he only weighs what, like 170 pounds? Yeah, but I think you've seen like the Antonio Browns. You just he's too good, man. He's he was the best receiver in college yeah. football, and I would take probably. I probably would still take Chase, but then Devontae Smith, I would definitely take over the Waddles okay. and the uh, the kid, the other kid from LSU, Rashawn Bateman. Oh, Rashad Bateman from um, uh, Minnesota. Who's the other? Rondell Moore from mm-hmm. Purdue. Terrence Marshall from LSU. So then, who else? So then, where uh, do you? Olave, so then, so Chris where Olave. do you see Lance and uh, Mac Jones going? I think Lance goes. I think that, so. Do the Lions? I could see the Lions like, take him at seven. I could see the Falcons. I think the Falcons could take Matt Jones as like Oof. this is just, just Matt un- Ryan. Younger. <laughs> just, <laughs> just Matt Ryan. Can you just, just swap see that? Out. Like, well, we got Matt yeah. Ryan. Just swap him out. Just like recycle. He's the, they're the same yeah, guy. I think the, the Lions could player. be in play for a quarterback. The Broncos could be in play for a quarterback. The Panthers are rolling with Sam Darnold. It sounds like. Oh, fun stuff. That's too bad. I thought, I think when they know, like, because my bold prediction is four top or uh, five quarterbacks go in the first mm-hmm. 10. And five so quarterbacks in the top like, 10. About, okay. Yeah. I like it. I think, I think Mac Jones goes in the Wowza. top 10. Which, so Great. with that, I'm, I mean, I'm sad that the Bears went on a run, made it to the playoffs only to get spanked because they, I think, played them. They could have been sitting in that range. But that also means there's going to be some pretty good players available at 20 when the Bears roll around. <laughs> so what if, I mean, they could get Jalen Waddle. Yep. That would be Devonta amazing. Devonta Smith like, could fall would... that far. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they got like Rashad Bateman. I think he looks exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, But really, man, I would just rather them do like the not Olave. Just give them, just take a, take one of these tackles, like whether it's Darisaw. I really like this Tevin Jenkins kid from Oklahoma state. He seems like a bruiser. Um, I kind of just want to see them maybe go. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Travis ETN. No, get out of here. We don't need no freaking running back. Uh, or they, you do. 
No, David Montgomery's fine. Tariq Cohen's coming back. They need a they need um, so Montgomery. I've had a rough month. Well, let's just get into Bears Corner, shall we? <laughs> what an off season it's been. So there was a really fun week a couple weeks ago when it looked like the Bears were making a move for Russell Hustle and Bustle Man Muscle Wilson. And uh the Bears subreddit was like ready for it to happen. They like it was like full on like QAnon, like they were ready for like the deep state to reveal themselves and we were gonna trade for a quarterback. And uh in reality they didn't. Um and instead the Russell deal fell through. So it sounds like have you heard about what the Bears offered for Russell Wilson? Um it had to be at least three first rounders. They offered right? three first rounders and two defensive starters, which were rumored to be Kyle Fuller and Akeem Hicks. And then wow. I think there was I think okay. there was another well. second rounder and like a third rounder in there as well. Like basically the Bears just said, take it all. And uh I guess Pete Carroll <laughs> put the kibosh on it and said no. And then the next day, the Bears panicked and signed Andy Dalton to way too much money when they already had <laughs> when they already had uh, Nick Foles on the roster, who is probably just yeah, the, the same, same thing. Um, but because they paid all that money, what are the Bears because doing? they paid all that money to Sam Dalton, they started looking through their books and at the salary Sam cap Dalton. and said, "Oh hell, we now can't afford to trade Kyle Fuller." So then a day later, they had to cut Kyle Fuller, and he was re-signed by Vic Fangio and the Broncos like eight minutes after the Bears officially cut him for like $9.5 million next year. So really seeing seeing Kyle leave the Bears. So you could see them going for one of these quarter cornerbacks, uh, whether it be uh, – I think Horn – Horn is probably going to be gone, but you could see the Bears maybe looking at a a Greg Newsome, uh, Caleb Farley has slipped a little bit, or who's this? uh, um, There's the uh, the kids. The oh, Sertan the second, Patrick Sertan. So he goes by Patrick Sertan the second. So I think we should just call him the sequel. But J.C. Horn is J.C. Horn Jr. I like when Steve Smith did Steve Smith. Yeah, Jr. Steve Smith's phenomenal. One. We all love good old Steve. Um, but yeah, I think the Bears in with their I Smitty. think the Bears, unless for some crazy reason one of the quarterbacks falls to them, I th- I see them going uh, offensive line or cornerback in round one, and then uh, well and then I should. think in round two you might start looking into uh, Kellen Mond or. Um, Who's this <laughs> Davis Mills kid from Stanford looking at them and Oh gosh. Yeah, hold on. Let me so. let me find so Davis Mills. I'm looking at his PFF uh draft profile. Are you ready for this? So we were at one point six months ago looking at the Bears tanking to get uh Zach Wilson, but now it's looking like we're more in the Davis Ooh. Mills range. Davis Mills of Stanford. In the market for Davis. So let me read Mills. you some of his so he's from Stanford. He's six foot three, weighs two seventeen. He was a five star recruit. Biggest, biggest mm-hmm. strength, quick decision making. 
something that uh, Mitchell never <laughs> Mitch. never uh, did great. His weakness, his biggest weakness, is off-platform accuracy. Um, oh, dear. So pros and cons. Shows a little zip from the pocket, NFL-caliber arm strength, accuracy to all levels of the field, very little hesitation. Ball placement suffers considerably when his feet aren't set. Limited experience, too many bad decisions, not mobile, or even <laughs> nimble in the pocket. Sounds perfect for the Bears. So his NFL player comparison, are you ready? Andy Matt Dalton. Castle. <laughs> okay. All right. So so the other quarterback. Great. That, uh, Way to rev up the Bears fans after they just – Took Andy Dalton to be yeah, a starter. Yeah, but if you can't, if you can have Andy Dalton, but in the in the in the, waiting in the wings is the next Matt Castle. I don't know how you say no to that. Here's how you might Gosh. say no to that. What if they're not? What if Kellen falls to you? Are you ready for him? Since we missed out on one of the big five, so his biggest strength, Kellen Mond. Oh, A and M. He was a four star recruit. He too is six three two seventeen. His biggest strength. Well, I'm well aware of the Kellen He's Mons. a pro-style experience. Weakness, consistently making special throws. Okay. Uh, his pros, he's able to play on the move. Accuracy doesn't suffer outside the pocket. Uh, he did pro-style concepts in college. He's improved his pocket presence over his career. One of the most experienced quarterbacks. Let's see his cons. He's inconsistent with anticipation and timing. Uh, that sounds like Mitch. Average accuracy at best. Hasn't seen improvement. Sounds like Mitch. So few special throws down the field on uh, tape. Not great. His arm strength is not going to wow anybody. So guess what his NFL player comparison is? Oh, boy. Yeah. Let's go with uh, Patriots wide receiver Kevin Hogan, apparently. <laughs> Oh, they're going to turn him into a receiver. I see what they did there. I see what they did there. So, uh, well, we could read these scouting reports. All oh, night. man. We don't know who the Bears are going to take. I think they're tanking for 2023 Gosh. with DJ Uy No, Hundle but they. And Bryce no, Young. Because, like, so even before all this Russell, like, as all this Russell stuff was happening, they, like, restructured Khalil Max and some other contracts. So they're going to be even more expensive against the cap. Next year, so they're like half tanking, half not. They're just the worst. So I look forward to like another. Oh, so what will there be like seven and ten next year since there's seventeen games and they're gonna have a mid round pick where they can't get. Is that yeah, right? like seventeen games next year. You're very Bearsish. I bears. am. I am. <laughs> I want to not like them, but I do. It's gonna Listen, bring you. I don't even it's have gonna, a team that can get me emotionally. It's gonna bring you. NFL, it's gonna so bring you so much matter. joy. How much the Bears upset me this year. I know. Yeah. Clemson had their spring game, and if they don't figure out uh, the running yeah. game, they're gonna upset me when they lose one game. Yeah. I also. But anyway. Guarantee you, there is not one podcast listener that's gonna make it this far into the podcast. No, not 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 likely. They got their yeah. This is bets. basically just a phone call now. So, <laughs> just when we get on the phone, 
it's like it's like the ladies yeah. man uh when he's like i can see by the empty bottle of cavassier that it's, it's time probably to go. time for us we have the same thing when we start to get into the yeah i guess yeah it's probably time we're just rambling we don't have a script anymore. well uh good luck with your master's bets this weekend they tee off tomorrow there we go why do you want to say your thing I can. In case anyone's listening. Um, in case you're listening, you cannot lose your master's mm-hmm. bets that you don't put there in the middle. Go. Good job, buddy. But at the same time, you can't win there much either. Go. All righty. Have a good one.